I've been taking ballet classes. What's so funny? Boys could do ballet too. I'm back! I'm still blonde! This is vlog 32. How have you been? So I've literally just got back from 12 days in Edinburgh. What an incredible time that was. I had such a great time. I saw some amazing shows and some not quite so good ones. But now I'm back in London and I haven't stopped. Literally got straight off the train and went to the Old Vic to see a very expensive poison. Now this is a new play by Lucy Preble who's had a lot of success in TV and theatre and has now written this play based on the book of the same name by author Luke Harding. Now I'm not gonna lie, I have a love-hate relationship with the Old Vic. Sometimes they get it right. Stuff like a monster calls and a Christmas carol. But then sometimes, oh, I just don't get it. Things like Wise Children and An American Clock just did nothing for me. And I'm afraid to say this is up there. I just, yeah. This is a weird show. It tries to shoehorn every theatrical genre you can imagine. One minute it's a musical, one minute it's verbatim, one minute it's a play. I don't know what it's meant to be. Now it's the story of Alexander Lintvinenko, who was a Russian spy who moved to England and was poisoned in 2006. Now at the time, I was living in Italy, so I completely missed this whole story and everything that unfolded afterwards. It did have a lot of political ramifications, which have lasted for years between Russia and the UK. So I'm not disputing that this is an important story to tell, but that is the problem. It just felt too political. It really had a strong agenda and became almost quite patronising by the end. It stars Reese Shearsmith who's done a lot of theatre and TV and again in this he plays up to his comedic side by playing this bizarre kind of compare to the entire play. There is a huge ensemble made up of about 15 people who play various roles between them and essentially become furniture movers because there are a lot of scene changes in this show. Like I say, I went with a friend and neither of us particularly enjoyed it. I can see what they're trying to do, but to me it just is not the Old Vic at its best. The Old Vic seem to be making huge strides with regards to diversity and with regards to the work that they're programming. And this just felt like they were stepping back. It's a very whitewashed cast dealing with a very political story. And it's clearly intended for a specific 
audience, which I was hoping the Old Vic were going to move away from. When you look at schemes like the Old Vic 12, they are at the forefront of creating opportunity for everybody and doing something new. This, to me, just seemed a bit too pompous. It was one of these plays that you do get across theatre where it's trying to be cleverer than it is. And perhaps I'm just not clever enough to understand it. I don't know. But either way, did I enjoy it? No. Would I recommend it? No. The cast are incredible and do an amazing, amazing job. But, like I say, I thought we were moving on. Sorry. Next up, I was at the Turbine Theatre for Torch Song. Now, this is a new theatre founded by Paul Taylor Mills with Bill Kenwright. Now, the pair of them have had success with Cruel Intentions and Heather's The Musical. Having been artistic director at the other palace, this is Paul Taylor Mills' new venture. And teaming up again with director Drew McConey. Now the pair of them worked together on In the Heights, which won Drew an Olivier Award. And they also worked together on The Wild Party, which was the first play to be produced at the other palace. Now, Torch Song is a revival from a show that was originally written as a trilogy in 1982 and turned into a film in 1988. It was then done at the Minier Chocolate Factory in 2012, before being revised and cut down from four hours to two and a half and staged in New York on and off Broadway in 2017 and 2018. This is a brand new version starring an incredible cast. I can't really tell you much about it because I was at the gala night, so I'm not really allowed to talk about it until the press night, which is next Friday. All I can say about it is that it's written by Tony Award-winning Harvey Feinstein, who is an incredible writer, who wrote incredible work like Kinky Boots. The new theatre looks amazing and I'm really excited to see what else they program there. The gala night was lovely and a great opportunity to bump into Tyrone Huntley, Fra Fee, Declan Bennett, they were all there, as well as Honest Amy, who I'd just seen in Edinburgh, so I couldn't resist the chance to tell her how incredible her show was and to see everybody else that was there. On Wednesday, I travelled up to Manchester to see Jerry Springer the Opera in its final week there. Now, this is a revival of the Olivier-winning show written by Richard Thomas and based on the very famous TV series, Jerry Springer. I know Richard Thomas quite well, so like he had told me that this production was brilliant when he saw it last week. It's been directed by James Baker and stars Tom Lloyd. Now they've worked together on Yank and Parade at the Hope Mill Theatre. And this is the first production by a newly founded company, Northern Ricochet Productions, headed up by James. Now, I'll be honest, I've never actually heard any of the music before. It was televised starring David Badella, but I kind of stayed clear of it. Having watched it, I'll be honest, didn't really, I'll be honest, it was great, but I didn't think it was brilliant. 
But, yeah. There is a lot of repetition in this. And some of the jokes just aren't that funny, to be honest. When you compare it to things like Book of Mormon, which are super witty, a lot of this was just felt a bit like they were trying to shock and provoke rather than it actually being quite intelligent. Um, nonetheless, they were an incredible cast and they had an entire choir made up of volunteers, which is great to give opportunities to people in the Northwest who want to take part in theatre. The set looked incredible and they did a really good job of making it feel like you were watching a TV recording. They had audience banks on both sides of the theatre, the same way that the Charing Cross Theatre is now laid out. And it really worked. James had done a superb job of mirroring the action on both sides, so you didn't feel like you were missing anything. It was really nice to get a chance to go up to the Hope Mill again and see the boys, Will and Joe, who run the venue. They are currently producing a new version of MAME, which should be amazing. After that, I came straight back to London to see a new version of Gatsby the Musical. Now this is brilliant. This was staged as a concert version across three nights and reduced to 90 minutes from a full show which has been written. And it is brilliant. It was staged at the Crazy Cox, which lends itself to the Art Deco era where Gatsby was set. And it tells the incredible Gatsby story through new and original music, which is really, really good. It's been a while since I've seen new British writing this good. And of course, it helped that it had an incredible cast made up of Jodie Steele, Ross William Wiles and Emma Williams, to name a few. Emma looked amazing and is currently heavily pregnant. And Jodie Steele is brilliant. I've said it before how amazing I think she is. Not only is she an incredible singer, but as an actress, she is formidable. And I will not be surprised if she makes a transition into TV and film because she is gorgeous. Ross William Wilde, of course, is ridiculously handsome and was perfect to play Gatsby, along with Matt Wycliffe, who I used to live with, who was used to be in Jersey Boys and had worked with Ross before on a million dollar quartet. So it was nice to see him back. And I also got the chance to catch up on my little buddy, Tristan Ward, who I went to Arts Ed with. He had a little part in this show and it was brilliant to see him. Now the music and lyrics are by Joe Evans with the book by Linny Reedman, who also directed the piece. So it'll be really interesting to see what they plan to do next, because honestly, this is one to watch and the entire three nights were all sold out.
On Saturday afternoon, I was at Bromley Churchill Theatre to see the new production of Cabaret, starring Cara Lily Hayworth and the incredible John Partridge. Now, I'll be honest, I've seen John in a lot of things. Most recently, he was in The View From Upstairs. And sometimes he can be a bit overbearing. But in this show, he is brilliant. He is a tremendous performer and an actor. And yeah, I was really, really, really impressed. Not to mention by Cara's performance. She is incredible. Everything that I've seen her do in, she is perfect for, as well as she is in Cabaret. And not only that, this is a brilliant, brilliant production. For a Bill Kenwright production, let's be honest, that tours, it is really slick. The set looks incredible. The choreography is brilliant and so in keeping with the show. It's been directed by Rufus Norris and it is stunning. Honestly, the final scene in this show is so powerful and effective. It's brilliant. Everybody in this show is fantastic and at the top of their game. And I genuinely can't recommend it enough. On Saturday evening, I went to see Hello Again. Now this is a new version of the classic La Ronde story told through music by Michael John Cruiser. He has also written Queen of the Mist, which can be seen at the Charing Cross Theatre at the moment. Now, Michael's music is Marmite. You either like it or you don't. And I'll be honest, this entire show felt a bit like that. There were moments where I really got on board, and then there were some moments where I was just like, meh. But, as a whole, I think it's a well, well done production. The cast are great. Henry Brennan is back as musical director and has done the orchestrations for this piece. And he does a really, really good job. The stories travel across time, popping up in 1912 to visit the Titanic and then later on in the 70s. And with each scene, the costumes are brilliantly authentic. The lighting is very stark in places. There are moments where it flashes right in your face. But it does a very good job. And the set, well, there is no set. So that was quite interesting to see the space really stripped back so you just focus on the two actors on the stage at any given time. As a show, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, go and see it. It's been directed by Paul Cullen, who's worked at the Union Theatre for years. And it's great to see him back. On Sunday afternoon, I was at the launch of my friend Maddie's brand new business venture, Ever Enchanted Celebrations. Now, this is a brilliant concept where she hosts princess parties for children and adults. So whether you're looking for a Hindu with a twist or some favourites for the kids, she is there to provide your party needs. Welcome to Ever Enchanted's Adult Princess Parties. Come on in. Oh, hello everybody. I am so happy to see you all here. My name 
Princesses Cinderella, Rapunzel, and Elsa. My favourite! The party consists of a great Disney quiz, which is super fun. I really, really hope that Maddie does really well with this because I genuinely think she's onto a winner and she's worked so hard. On Sunday evening, I was back at the union for Roles Will Never Play the cabaret series produced by Tom Dewan. These shows always sell out and they always attract an incredible lineup of people. It was brilliant to catch up with my buddy Caroline Kay, who I haven't seen since she did her own show at Zadell, as well as a few other people. All the videos are on my YouTube page and here are a few of the selections.
Something new, something fresh, something exciting. And these nights offer exactly that. Well done, Tom, and everybody involved. Also, this week, I managed to finally upload the interview I did with Kane Oliver Parry months ago. 
He is one of the funniest people I know and I had a pleasure chatting to him all about his career. Have a look at the video. It's coming up to Beautiful. Oh, what a part. That was a great show. Mm. Do you miss that? Did you, where did you see it? I didn't see you, don't we? I saw Joel when he went on. <laughs> That's all right. No, non-taken. Non-taken. <laughs> but I heard you were very good. Oh, it was... Yeah. I love that show, that part especially. Wow. What a part, what a show. And it's such... He's got such it's hard dark, work, yeah. It was hard work. It was a very hard tour. The schedule was hard and um, a lot happened on that tour, but... Oh, it was a dream to play. And you can find the entire video on my YouTube channel, where, if you could, it would be great to subscribe to my channel so you'll be notified first about all the videos I upload. And it just helps me to know whether anybody's out there watching this. So yeah, give it a subscribe. Thank you. So that's it for this week. I'm back on the road next week to visit Chichester and Kilworth and I will have an exclusive interview with Emma Hatton. Look forward to that. Bye!